Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Welcome to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Once again, we're here with a new show, and we've got an exciting show today. Doc Holliday's Tea Party inspires freedom and lets liberty roll unencumbered to patriots across America. We stand on the side of freedom as we speak out about current events, provide thought-provoking interviews, and awaken sleeping patriots to become modern-day Paul Revere's. So get fired up, get inspired, and let's go out and rattle the very foundation of this nation as we pursue the happiness of fiscal responsibility, the joy of limited government, and the jubilation of free markets. Once again, another week of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And today, the exciting show has to do with uh, financial responsibility, fiscal responsibility. We're going to be talking about that. We also have a special guest, uh, Dr. Tillman Calvert, will be joining us. And he he has been seen at tea parties. He's been on stage at tea parties. And he's an African-American who has a voice, and he has a, a voice that needs to be heard. So we're going to be speaking to him, and uh, that'll be coming up in just a few minutes. So hang on to your hats. We're going to get started. And don't forget, we'll end up with another Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. So everybody stand by for another great show. First off on this show, I want to talk about fiscal responsibility. Where do you find it? We just seen this new uh, Wall Street reform bill, whatever you want to call it, the Dodd and Frank uh, Frankenstein bill. Is it a Frankenstein bill? I think it is. It scares me. It scares me to think the most supposedly the most brilliant minds in our Congress, which uh, happened, must be Chris Dodd and uh, Barney Frank. They have put together this bill that's just passed, and President Obama signed it, and. They said we're going to reform Wall Street. We're not going to be able to have to, we don't have to worry about bailing out big companies. Pray tell me, how in the world can you have financial reform without reforming Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? That's where the problem started, and that is where we have to address the issue. And they haven't even looked at it, because Chris Dodd and Barney Frank have been a part of the, the failure of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And they know where all the dead bodies are, evidently, and they don't want to stir it up. I don't know. I don't understand it. But that is not fiscal responsibility. I am getting frustrated about the job situation. And I know what people across America are. We spent $800 billion that we didn't have, borrowed it, borrowed every bit of it, don't know when we're ever going to pay it back so that unemployment wouldn't go up over 8%. Well, 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 my fellow Americans, my fellow Americans, look at what's going on. Unemployment is just, is staying stagnant after an $800 billion stimulus. Somebody tell me what's wrong with this picture. I'll tell you what's wrong with the picture. It's simple. Whenever you take money away from those who are working hard, There's no incentive to work harder. Let me put it in another way. If you're working hard, the people 
It, it should be a simple fact. The harder you work, the more you should make. And people get all bent out of shape. Well, so-and-so and so-and-so, this work hard. I, I'm talking about everybody that works hard. The harder you work, the more you should take home, the more money you should take home. President Obama doesn't have a clue. I don't, the liberal Democrats don't have a clue how an economy runs. Look, if you want more jobs, you just set the American capitalistic system free. Now, what we saw with Wall Street was not capitalism. They had cronyism. It, it all started with Freddie May and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac making banks give loans to people they knew. They would never approve, but the government said, give them a loan. Everybody should have a house to live in. Going back to 1993 through the 90s, it just it multiplied and multiplied. And as long as the home prices kept going up, it was all right. The bubble popped, and then people got caught with the shorts down. And uh, the Democrats got caught with the shorts down, but they, they put this fig leaf out called the Wall Street Reform Bill. And if you can't see through that, you know, my goodness, Americans, we, we have got to do something better. And we have got to get some people elected to Congress that have half a brain. Not a, you know, maybe even a fourth of a brain. My goodness, to think that we call this uh, Wall Street Reform Bill that they just passed something that to praise. And they haven't even touched Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. But I digress. Let me go back to this job issues. It's simple. The harder you work, the more you should take home. It's very simple. I know as a dentist, if I'm if I'm gonna work harder and not gonna make any more, if you know, if I'm gonna be paying 60-70% of what I earn to, for taxes, then uh when it comes time, say it gets about eleven thirty and lunchtime's at twelve, and uh say I check a patient that's uh, I came in for an exam and I check it and then all of a sudden I find a you know a, a couple of cavities need to be filled. I look at the clock and think, hey, I can go in there and fill those cavities and uh, it'll save my patient uh, another trip and uh, it'll, it'll, I'll make more money by filling those cavities before 12 and I can give bonuses to my staff and more money will go into our economy if it's multiplied millions of times over. But when I'm looking and saying, okay, I'm getting hungry, uh, no, hey, let's just do this another day. Since the government's going to take 67% of it anyway, I'm not making diddly. So, hey, you know, why, why push myself? Why push yourself? You know, and this whole medical, new medical uh, package, the, the, the health bill that got passed, you think doctors are going to just say, hey, I want to work harder for less money. It's not going to happen. They may take another day off, may take another trip. I, I don't know, but I know they're not going to work harder for less money. The stress and the, what you have to put yourself against when you work your tail off for years and you know a, an attorney come around and make more money in one day on you than, than you making 20 and 30 years of hard work. You know, you think, hey, I'm just going to take off the time. And that's not putting any more money in the economy. You can't, you can't pay uh, your staff bonuses, and there's, it just doesn't make sense. But that's what's going on with the stimulus bill. It was given to people. It was paraded around like a job-creating bill, and it's killing jobs because it's not giving people who work hard incentive to work harder. If you want America to work, if you want the wheels and the turbines of this great economic engine to work, Mr. Obama, 
Please tear down the walls that are keeping us from working. Let the people who work hard earn more money, and I guarantee you, jobs will be created. They will be created overnight, and they will be created in a great big number, and this economy will turn around on a dime. Somebody tell President Obama, Doc Holliday has the answer, and come give me a call, and I'll tell him how to get this economy going, and Americans all over this country will start getting jobs when we let people who work hard earn more money. Look at the tax incentive. Give us some tax breaks, and we will create jobs. Okay, I'm getting off my uh, soapbox right here. In just a minute, we're going to give a call to uh, Dr. Tillman Calvert, and we're going to talk about the Tea Party movement, and we're going to see what Dr. Tillman has to say about that. So hang on, folks. Uh, Equal out. Okay. All right, here we go. One, one I got with us uh, Dr. Tillman Calvert, and uh, Dr. Tillman is uh, is a small business owner, uh, and he he has years of experience. He's seen a lot of things from a lot of point of views. He is African American. I've seen him at tea parties, and uh, uh, Dr. Tillman, welcome to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Well, thank you, Dr. Holliday. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. Thank you. Well, we're glad to have you here, and what we want to do is just get some honest perspective. Uh, last week, we had a Reverend Robert Jameson on our tea party, and he had just got back from the NAACP uh, convention, and uh, we let him just give his uh, point of view of a uh, tea party, and he was very open and honest of what his point of view was. And I know that uh, as an African-American, we don't have a lot in the audience, but we've had quite a few on stage. You've been one of the ones in the, on the in our local tea party that's been up on the stage and led us in uh, music before. And uh, just what is your perspective of the tea party and what it means uh, uh, today in the, in the pol- political world of 2010? Well, um, to, 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 to start this conversation off, uh, let me say that I'm not a politician. And uh, I don't color my perspectives or opinions based on any particular political position, okay? That's uh, good I, to know, I, yes. I think that, uh, you know, I, I'm an independent thinker. I listen and I examine and I, 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 I listen to whatever's being said, examine it for myself, research out things myself, and then I'll form my own opinion. I, I think it's a lot of people... Uh, uh, have an opinion that somebody else gave them. But I'm not one to be given an opinion. I'm one that forms an opinion. And <clears throat> when it comes to what the Tea Party is all about, I, 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 I have found the Tea Party to be uh, a very patriotic organization whose, whose concern is uh, the, the welfare of the country and... Uh, what the role of government should be, and what the role, well, you know, what 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 people should expect from government, and people uh, ensuring that people ha- have a role to play or play the role that was meant for them to play according to the Constitution, as far as how the government's going to operate and where it's going to operate. Well, Doctor uh, Tillman, you, you have when you said independent thinker, I think that's one reason I wanted you on the show because. Uh, 
I know you, you know, I, I, I don't know if you're Democrat, Republican, or Independent. You said Independent. And I, I don't have any idea and don't want to know, but I do uh, like the fact that you are an independent thinker and that you uh, you do. You, you, you've got degrees, that, and I know that you've got years of experience. And one of the things I'd like to ask you as far as uh, when you look at, uh, just say, the African-American population, we don't see a lot at the tea parties. We do see a handful for sure. But what is your perspective from the African-American community about the Tea Party movement? Well, I think that uh, there's a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of misinformation uh, that circulates in the African-American community uh, <clears throat> regarding the Tea Party. You know, uh, if uh, some of the things that have been said recently, you know, about the racism and about uh, uh, things being done to African-American political people uh those things have been said and uh but they lack specifics now when when you make an accusation i want to know about specifics that that that's the standard for any type of a conversation that you're going to have about some activity that's taking place uh there has to be specifics to support uh the uh the the well it's an accusation really that's all you can say it is there need to be there needs to be specifics to support that you just don't make an accusation and then just hang it out there and uh don't support it with anything well i think one of the things and i was glad to see last week and i mentioned on the show last week there was a of course the tea party express one of their members or had worked with it was mark williams wrote a letter that was just uh, I, I thought it was, was very insensitive and and, and racist and he was asked to resign and be a, and not be a part of the Tea Party Express, so he is out of there now. And there's some people, unfortunately, uh, don't want no one to put things out, but I, I think the Tea Party movement does need to, if there's anything that's out there that uh, questions the, uh, you know, the integrity of the movement needs to be moved on, and I believe that was moved on, and Mark Williams was asked to resign from the Tea Party Express, so I was glad to see that. Well, if it was, a, and I have not read, read his comments or anything like that, I have not read the letter, but if it was racist in nature, uh, then uh, it should be called exactly that, and uh, because the, 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 the writing would stand for itself. Uh, so, but that, that standard needs to apply to any organization or to any person. It, it, and, uh, if, if, for instance, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of people in the community, and I've kind of been around a lot of different organizations. I'm going to tell you what, if you look hard enough, you can find some, you can find racist thought in, in just about any, uh, any organization that, that, that we're talking about here, you know, case in point, uh, you know, uh, uh, any political organization, you're going to have. You may have some fringe people, or you may have some people who want to uh, uh, convey a particular line of thought, and they'll play a race card in order to get that thought advanced. And I know you and I have worked on racial reconciliation, reconciliation together, and we know. And one thing, racism does come from uh, from. It doesn't matter what color or skin you can find some racism or some subtle racism that people may not even know they harbor just from the way they were raised or trained, and and we see that on, on a lot of aspects. Uh, yeah, but when that that kind of racism, when you talk about, oh well, that's the way I was brought up, or that's the way I was trained. Usually, when that's pointed out to a person. They'll say, yeah, you're right, and I need to change my ways or I need to change my way of thinking. But that's not the type of racism that I'm talking about that we're seeing here. Uh, I'm talking about intentional. Right. 
and and, and racism. And that intentional racism is what we need to to. Uh, it doesn't need to be a part of the Tea Party movement. It shouldn't be a part of any any organization. Absolutely white or black right. Or You're absolutely Hispanic. right. It should not be a part of any organization. But uh, one of the things that makes this Tea Party strong, I believe, that one of its strengths is is grassroots. There's not one leader, there's not one organization that says we are controlling all this, and uh, and uh, it just so happened it sprang up in all fifty states. So it's sort of a phenomenon that uh, in my lifetime I can't really say I've ever seen anything exactly like it the way it sprung up so quickly. Well, it's you know uh, when you look at the way it sprang it sprang up, that's because it's meeting a need. That's because it's 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 uh, it it, uh, it 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 really does. You remember a few years ago when Promise Keepers uh, sprung up, it, yes. it, and the the way it uh, it grew and it advanced, that was because it met a need that men had a common need that they had. Well, so does the Tea Party. There's a, there was a common need out there, and uh, the organization, once it was formed, whether it was intentional or not, it, it, it found a niche, and, it found, and, and people could unite around something central, which was, uh, it, it, which was it, it met a need to address some things that were happening in our country that people had deep feelings about, and uh, the Tea Party was a way for them to come together and express those feelings. And we're not talking about race-based feelings. We're talking about love of country-type feelings. That's right, the love of country. And for those, this uh, radio show goes out across the country and indeed around the world on the Internet. So those who don't know about the Promise Keepers, that happened in the 1990s in a Christian uh, uh, in Christian groups across the country where men came together. There was a need for men's groups to come together, and, and that's what the Promise Keepers was, and it grew very quickly. Uh, and, and what Tillman was just telling us about is the Tea Party is meeting a need, and uh, I can verify that it's meeting a need for people to get together. We see it on Facebook. We see it uh, through these uh, social network sites where I think that's what helped speed up the Tea Party. And... Uh, what what are your thoughts, uh, Doctor Tillman, about the about the election coming up? Do you think the Tea Party movement will have an effect on the elections coming up? It's bound to have an impact on the elections that are coming up. Now, uh, like I said, I'm not a particular, uh, political type person, and I'll always vote for who I think is the best person. And I think, you know, this is my this is my opinion on that. When I go in the when I go in the and go behind that curtain at the at the polling place, and I go and I check my ballot. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to vote for who I think is the best person to fill the job. But to answer your question directly, do I think the two, I think the Tea Party will have some effect on on uh, on how the election goes? Yes, it is. Uh, well, uh, Doctor Tillman, we're we're coming close to the end of our conversation here. Is there anything you'd like to point out to uh, Americans everywhere across the country? You're speaking uh, uh, nationwide now. What what would you like to say about uh, the Tea Party movement about people who may not be a part of it and may not know what's going on, and I know you're one that's studied issues. And uh, what 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 kind of closing thoughts you'd like to leave America with? There are people. My, I tell America this: there are people who uh, some are self-appointed leaders, and some uh, would be leaders, and some are would be purveyors of a t- particular type of thought. And what their opinion, what their what they try to project is this, is when I want you to have an opinion, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, uh, that's not the way, that's not the yeah. way things work. Uh, they should not work that way with anybody. We're a free country, 
and we have we have the 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 freedom to go and analyze the situation for ourselves and make our own decisions based on what we think the best options are. And that's what I do as an American. I think that that the right to do that has been paid for with the with the, with the with 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 American blood, and um, I, I love this country. I, I I think it's the best thing going in on this on this earth, and uh, I don't know how anybody could debate with that. And so I think that anything that makes this country stronger is a good thing. Well, thank you for your time here, uh, Doctor Tillman Calvert, and we uh, love to have you on the show again. You you have some wisdom and words of wisdom that have gone out across America, and I hope they will plant some seeds and help some other people. Thank you for being on the show tonight, Doctor Tillman. Well, thank you for the opportunity to be here, Doctor Ed. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. All righty. That's Doctor Tillman Calvert. We're glad that he was on the show tonight, and we're glad to get his perspective as someone who has seen the Tea Party. He may not be big as a Tea Party member, but he has uh, seen a Tea Party, and he's not afraid to say, let's be independent thinkers. And I believe so much of the Tea Party movement is made of independent thinkers. So we thank Dr. Tillman Calvert for uh, dropping by the show tonight and letting us know his thoughts. Across America, we have a lot of things going on. Let's touch base on a few of those real quick. One of the things in the news a lot, talking about racism, the NAACP, the Tea Party, and then a charade episode of what the White House uh, fired someone and offered the job back. And, uh, Ms. Sherrod is a uh, sort of unique case in uh, seeing what's going on with the uh, Obama White House and uh, how they make decisions. So I'm not going to jump deep into that. Uh, most people have heard about what's going on there and what has gone on. But one thing I do want to say is this, this talk about race in America is uh, something that can get insensitive or sensitivity stirred up on all sides. I've been uh, in the work with racial reconciliation for several years now in the Christian community. But one of the things that I've learned, and I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but what one of the special things is was taught to me by Dr. Martin Luther King's niece, Alveda King. And she said, Ed... There's only one race, and that's the human race. And I've learned to believe in that. It, it, there's only one race, and that's the human race. So many people try to divide us. I think the government tries to divide us on many issues. There's people who make money when we're divided. But when we look at the issue, we are one race, the human race. Now, we have ethnicities, and we need to celebrate those. But it's so hard for people to understand we are one race. When you look at that, and the evolutionists go crazy over that probably. Uh, I, I don't care about the evolutionists. They can have what they want. But I believe in one race. There's God who made us, and we are not. We did not create ourselves. We were made by God, and we are here, and we're one race. And let's, let's learn how to celebrate our differences, celebrate our ethnicities. But let's work together. And like Dr. Alveda King says, uh, when, we, when we look at being one race, and all of a sudden things come back in perspective. Uh, talking about it, Dr. Alveda King, she will be uh, speaking at the Glenn Beck uh, Rally for Honor on August the 28th. It's uh, August the 28th, and they're coming up in about a month, so uh, uh, everybody's listening. They can get to Washington on August the 28th. That's a Saturday. Uh, go there. Go hear uh, uh, Dr. Alveda King. She'll be speaking 
And her uncle spoke on the Lincoln Memorial steps about 47 years ago. And he had the, he spoke the I Have a Dream speech. And on, on the 47th anniversary to the exact day, as I understand it, uh, his niece will be speaking there. And so uh, listen in. If you can get to Washington, go, go be a part of it. I think this will be a great day. And uh, let's celebrate and see what Dr. Alveda King has to say. Uh, moving on to some other stories, we know that it looks like uh, BP and uh, all the powers that be are working hard on stopping that uh, Gulf oil leak. Uh, uh, there's still a lot of places. If uh, if you plan on a vacation, hey, I got some friends just got back from Destin. Says saw a lot of people out there trying to soak up oil. If it'd come up, but there's no oil. They say the restaurants are open and there's uh, plenty of room to come come down and uh be a part of uh, a vacation so uh, get on down to Destin, get on down to uh different places check and see that the oil is not all over the place and there's a good time of vacation so uh, before school starts get on down to the gulf coast uh pump some money in there go to the restaurants it's not crowded right now a lot of good things and the beaches for most part are in pretty good shape you can check on that so I encourage those who uh, may have backed out of their vacation plans or weren't sure what to do, uh, take, uh, check on the places and then get down there to the Gulf and then enjoy some time on the beach before, the, before school starts back. Uh, we do have a Rock of Liberty, the Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech coming up, so don't go away. We're going to be back in just a moment. Before we come back, let me tell you. You can go to my website. That's www.teaparty.ms at teaparty.ms. And uh, there you can see some of the things I've done with the Tea Party movement. You can also see my book. The book's called Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution. So uh, get on there, uh, purchase the book. Or if you'd rather go to Amazon and just look up Dr. Holiday, Walk With Me. And uh, you can uh, purchase the book over on Amazon.com. Another thing that we wanted to mention is uh, uh, be sure to tell your friends and neighbors about the Internet radio show, Doc Holiday's Tea Party. Uh, if you can find it, you know, get it linked up. Uh, send it out on email. Let people know about Doc Holiday's Tea Party and this radio Internet show. And let's get the news out across the nation that uh, the more people we got listening, the more we're going to affect as elections coming up. We're going to affect people's way of thinking we're going to educate them and even those who don't like the tea party movement let them come on uh, go back to last week here uh reverend robert jameson 45 years a member of the naacp and he gave his opinion and we let him give his opinion of the tea party movement had a had a good interview with uh, uh reverend jameson so uh uh let people hear and and we are here to educate we're here to Help celebrate freedom in America, and we're going to do what we can to stand up for freedom in America. And we're going to we're going to uh, go from all parts of the country. Coming up in the next few weeks, we'll be interviewing some of the candidates who have been a part of the Tea Party movement. So much so it moved them; they said they're going to run for office. So we got people running for office, and we're going to be interviewing some of them coming up in the next few weeks. So listen up and uh, get ready for the Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. This week's Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech is not one that we're going to get all fired up. It's going to be a little different. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story about a father and a daughter that went to uh, Williamsburg, Williamsburg, Virginia. There we sat 
what the house of Burgess uh, in Virginia, where a man named Patrick Henry stood up and gave his give me liberty or give me death speech. He was not afraid of the tyranny of King George. He was not afraid to speak out against the tyranny of King George. So many people were subjects of the king, and they said, this is treason. But Patrick Henry and other patriots could see, could see that America was growing, that America was having strength, and that American independence was not just a dream. It could become reality. But someone had to stand up, and someone had to speak out, and that was Patrick Henry. He wasn't the only one all across the colonies. We know what Samuel Adams did in Boston. We know like John Hancock. We know about people all over the 13 colonies who were willing to stand up and say tyranny in these colonies will not be accepted anymore. That uh, King George, everything had to go through King George, not just the parliament, but King George. And they held him responsible for the tyranny of the colonies. And that's one of the things, as I went to Williamsburg with my daughter, we went and we heard and saw the places, the speeches, and the places where American liberty was helped, uh, was being birthed. We saw uh, where uh, Thomas Jefferson uh, at his home in Monticello, uh, where, he, where he helped craft what he thought were the ideals of freedom. And, of course, he wrote the Declaration of Independence with a little help from, uh, let's see, a man named Dr. Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, a man named John Adams. So, uh, yes, there was some high-scale intelligence in putting together American independence. But it took a lot of courage. And this is what I see about the Tea Party movement. It takes some courage to get out and speak. It takes some courage for small business people to get out and speak out because sometimes you may lose some business. Uh, you may you may lose some friends. You may have some friends that think you're crazy. But look, America is in, I think we're in trouble. We look, we need jobs. We need people who understand how an economy works. And we don't have that now in our leadership. We got leaders who are just uh, absolutely out of their minds when they look at what America wants and what we're getting. And yet we elected these people, but there's an election coming up in November, and it's not getting far away, and it's time to get involved now. Just like Patrick Henry got involved in Williamsburg, so you need to get involved where you are. Wherever you are, don't be sitting around thinking, well, there's nothing I can do. This liberal's been here for 20 years, and we can't get him out of office. What kind of thinking is that? That's the kind of thinking we'd still be British subjects if everybody thought like that. Yes, you can make a difference. Get out there and make some signs. I guarantee you there's some other people think just like you. If you don't like your incumbent in office, if you don't like who your congresswoman or congressman is, to get out there and vote against him. Raise some money. Get out there and raise some cane and make sure we get some of these rascals out of Washington. We've got too many people up there who've made too many bad decisions, and that's why this country is in a standstill. So get out there and do something. This Rock of Liberty speech is not one speech just to say, get fired up. It's saying, get out there and do something. And I guarantee you, you won't be alone. There's going to be somebody to come by and help hold your shoulders up, help hold your hand up, help help you out in other ways. So get out there. Find the Tea Party movement. Get the people excited in the Tea Party. If you can't find a Tea Party movement, start one. My goodness, this is an important time in an election cycle. 
This is the time where people start making their decisions. This is the time that you need to tell your friends and ask them, are you registered to vote? And if you're not registered, get them registered to vote and make sure they get to the polls. Make sure they go vote and make sure they vote for people who are going to stand up for freedom, stand up for America. That's what Williams, Williamsburg inspired me to see what, how America was formed. And there's one thing I went to see, what not far from Williamsburg, is a place called Yorktown. Yorktown is where General Washington cornered Lord Cornwallis. We did not have American freedom. It was declared, but we never had freedom to General Washington accepted the surrender of Lord Cornwallis. I had the privilege there on the battlefield tour to go out and see uh, the surrender field where the British soldiers came by and, and dropped their weapons and they, and they surrendered. And America independence was really born. And what General Washington did all those years in finally getting in a position to corner Lord Cornwallis. And it was a long struggle, a struggle many times. It looked like it might not ever come through. And it looked like the hand of God helped in many ways on many days in that long struggle. So to those men who put their lives for their country, I want to say thank you. And in that same tradition in the military, the people who are serving our military today, thank you. And I ask our commander-in-chief to please don't be pushing things on our military without getting some input from them. Uh, I think President Obama said he's going to wait a year and study uh, about the uh, thing of uh, don't ask, don't tell. And then I, it seems like Nancy Pelosi put on the pants and thought she was a commander-in-chief and said, all of a sudden, we're going to go ahead and do it without the commander-in-chief involved. Good gracious. Who's running this show? Who's running the country? I don't know. But I know one thing. Come this in November, the piece of the puzzle that we need to put together is make sure we fire Nancy Pelosi. Wherever you are, whatever district you're in, if your representative votes for Nancy Pelosi to be a Speaker of the House, I encourage you, make sure we fire Nancy Pelosi. It's just that simple. We must get some real leadership in the House of Representatives because that's where all the spending bills start, by the Constitution of the United States of America. There's not one dollar that can be spent without it first going through the House of Representatives. So let's get some new leadership there. Make sure we fire Nancy Pelosi. Get wherever you can. You get started, and let's do that. This Rocket Liberty speech, we're ending up, and we're going to see you next week. Thank you for listening in. Remember, remember, remember. Vote in November. Remember, get out, get your friends, get your neighbors, and get riled up, and we're going to take over this country again come November. Remember November. See you next week. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.